This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. You've been hearing. In fact, you may have you heard uh, many of you heard Maxime Bernier on with Danielle Smith earlier today. Uh, we we have a new party on the federal scene, which is I, I think more or less kind of a, a libertarian party. Maxime Bernier has always been, I think, more of a libertarian sort of conservative. And yeah, I, I think the federal conservative party, I think the conservative movement in Canada needs those libertarian voices, those libertarian leaning conservatives. There aren't many of them. Scott Reed, a longtime uh, conservative MP, probably fits that that description. Obviously, Maxime Bernier does. He's no longer a, a federal conservative. But does this mean then that that with someone like Maxime Bernier, who's certainly a known quantity, very big name in politics, that if he's now outside the conservative party and free to be a lot more libertarian, that this boosts the libertarian movement in Canada? Isn't an opportunity for a breakthrough to have actual big L libertarians at the table when it comes to to setting policy in Canada or to have actual elected representatives who can claim to be libertarian. So it's it's an interesting kind of point we're at here. Now, the name that Maxime Bernier has chosen for his party implies more of a populist approach. So. I mean, it's it's unclear exactly where this party is going to go, who they're going to attract, and how that has a, an impact on policy going forward. But what does it mean to the actual Libertarian Party, the one that, that's existed for some time? Let's find out what he makes of all of this. Tim Moen is leader of the Libertarian Party of Canada. Tim, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on again, Rob. I mean, it's no secret that you, you've certainly been a, a longtime admirer of, of Maxime Bernier. You've reached out in the past to, to try to uh, entice him or, or his followers to your party. So what, what do you make of everything that's gone down in the last few weeks here? Well, I, I saw this separation um, from the Conservative Party of Canada as kind of inevitable. You know, I, this is something uh, I predicted over a year ago. And when, when Maxime lost, his leadership race uh, in the Conservative Party of Canada by, I think, 12 dairy farmers or something like that. Um, you know, we started making strong noises to him and his supporters that maybe the best place for him and his supporters would be in our party. And I offered him my spot as leader. Um, if he would come over, I thought he, he would have an opportunity to take liberty to the next level in Canada. And, you know, I've had conversations off and on with him over the last year, and uh, the initial conversations he was having was, oh, he thinks he can be a strong influence within the Conservative Party. And I saw that hope and that um, that um, hope that he could have influence kind of wane over the past year. And uh, increasingly, his conversations have become more frustrated that he wasn't getting anywhere, that he was being marginalized and ostracized by his, his caucus and his leader, and um, so I kind of saw this as inevit inevitable. 
Uh, I, I had hoped that he would just join our party and take leadership, but he chose to go his own route. I think he wants to create something new and fresh and, uh, and kind of leverage the popularity he's been having and the movement he's been building. Um, and, and so, um, you know, we, we had some conversations and uh, we saw that there might be a path forward here together because a lot of our uh, supporters, I guess, have been messaging me and, and saying they feel divided. Do they support the Libertarian Party or do they support Max's new party? And, you know, uh, we adopted Max's platform when he lost the Conservative Party leadership because we liked his platform and we thought it was fairly libertarian or libertarian enough. And uh, we did it as a ploy to try to get him and his followers over to us. And so now he's got the same same right. party platform as we do. So so it kind of makes sense that maybe this is an opportunity uh, that we've been working at for a long time to really elevate these ideas onto a more of a mainstream party and, and elevate them on the, the Canadian conscious and, and really promote them. So um, so that's where we're at. Right. Literally the same platform. I don't know that we've ever had that kind of situation where you got two separate parties that have the same platform. Yeah, and I'll see it as a sign of success when all the other political parties copy and paste our platform to theirs. But as much as Maxime has said that, you know, he's the leader of the party and what he believes is the policy of the party, he seems to be, certainly through the name of the party and in other ways, implying that there's kind of a populist bent to this. I mean, first of all, Tim, do you, do you see populism as being at odds with libertarianism? Yeah, I think there there are some places where it's at odds. Um, you know, I think that the nice thing about having a principled libertarian party is that you can... You can attract people from across the, the political spectrum. I mean, if you're concerned about immigration, you know, the liberty gives you, makes the, the outcomes of immigration far more palatable to someone who's concerned about that. If you're concerned about um, the poor or the starving, well, a, a society built on liberty has a far more robust uh, wealth and, and safety nets, be it that they're more private than they are government. And so I think anything that you're concerned about, you know, the liberty is the answer. So I, th- I think there's an opportunity there. And I think, you know, Maxime might have been, you know, in conversations I had with him, it, he, he was searching for a good name. He was searching for a conservative name. But I think a lot of the names that he was might have been looking for had been taken or owned by other people. And, and so, you know, I'm not a big fan of this name, but, but um, you know, as long as he has the right principles, and, and then I'm willing to put that aside. Right. Now, look, and, and I've always known Maxime to be a, a libertarian-leaning conservative, if not an outright libertarian, I guess, depending on how you apply the label. The issue that, that has come up recently, or issues that have come up recently, where, where Maxime Bernier has been talking a lot about immigration, talking about diversity, uh, these kinds of issues, and I, I'm not quite sure where he stands, but... Is it, is it an overstatement to say that, that libertarians are, are pro-immigration? No, I think that's, that's right. Uh, we are generally pro-immigration. I mean, many of us are concerned about uh, open borders when you have a, a, such a large government and where, where these people coming over uh, can, can, um, can influence government or, or cause, cost us more and that sort of thing. Uh, but certainly when we have a libertarian society, um, then immigration certainly doesn't represent a threat. And so generally, libertarians are, are uh, very pro-immigration. Um, and, and I think Maxine generally is pro-immigration as well. And I, I see some of the noises he's making as not that he's anti-immigration. And in fact, he's explicitly said 
anti people that are anti-immigration, anti-Semites, ethno-nationalists have no place in this party. So, um, so I think he his primary uh, criticism lately uh, that caused him to finally split from the Conservatives was he was criticizing this government programs around multiculturalism and diversity, and I I, I can get on board with that because. You know, generally, when government starts talking about multiculturalism and diversity, what they what they're really saying is that we ought to separate people into different groups based on their race or their gender or or maybe their religion or something like that, and treat these groups differently uh, based on those their skin colors. And Justin Trudeau's own, um, you know, th- th- this gender balancing of his cabinet, where he said, you know, 50% women, 50% men. Well. He's judging people based on their genitalia. I mean, why why not 100% women? Why should we limit it to 50%? Why, why not just let the best candidates, regardless of what their race or gender, get those positions? And I think Maxine struck on a nerve that people are getting tired of uh, diversity and multicultural politics that divides people, separates them, and pits them against each other. And he says, you know, one Canada, one law, equality before the law. And, and I can get behind that. Well, I mean, in, in general, I would, too. I, I mean, I'm, and I haven't had the opportunity to, to interview him, so I haven't asked any, him any of this directly. I, I don't know exactly what he means when he says he's okay with diversity, but too much diversity is bad. Well, how are we measuring diversity, and in what way is it bad? I, I get that with yeah. official multiculturalism, that entails government spending, and any advocate in favor of smaller government would resist that kind of an approach where, you know, we have to build up, government programs to to support this official multiculturalism policy but if we're just talking about diversity that what percent of the population is of this skin color or this ethnic background well who cares it it, sh- yeah. it shouldn't matter so that that's where I'm, I'm kind of puzzled is he talking about government programs is he talking about the demographic makeup of the country i i don't know well yeah and and you know you'd have to ask Maxis. my interpretation of what he said is basically look Right now, um, unfettered immigration does represent a threat because we are because it it forces us to integrate and be attached to people that might not share our values, and so we want to be a little bit careful with immigration uh, right now. And and you know I, I can appreciate that sentiment, um, um, but I, I think his underlying goal is is to get government out of out of the idea of diversity quotas and and judging people on their race and and gender identity. So going forward now, Tim, I mean, obviously it would be highly redundant to have Libertarian Party candidates competing against uh, People's Party or Maxime Bernier Party candidates. Um, what would the next step be, in your view? Would, would a merger be the obvious next step? I think a merger does make sense. Now, ultimately, it will be up to party membership. And, and right now, uh, I'm waiting to see exactly what Max is proposing in terms of uh, constitution and uh, party principles, but you know, if it lines up with the Libertarian Party, which I suspect it will, then I'll put the vote to membership, and it'll ultimately be up to our members to determine whether they want to go forward with a unified uh, Liberty voice and um, or or not. And you know, quite frankly, I see that the, the downside risks that's fairly low. Uh, I mean, if this party goes off the rails, if it turns into something that that we don't like some sort of, uh, you know, uh, anti-immigrant nationalist party or something like that, why uh, we can always uh, restart the Libertarian Party of Canada and and keep going. But uh, I think this opportunity is too good to miss, and it's something we've been working for, and I've I've been asking Max, and we've been asking Max to be part of our movement, 
and to lead it. And um, this seems like an opportunity to get what we've been asking for. And who would have guessed that we'd be here uh, today? But uh, I guess doing and saying the right things on the political stage uh, has an effect. It's not always about popularity contests. Right, and it's not. So, I mean, what, what's a realistic goal? I mean, let's say best-case scenario, the Libertarian Party merges with Maxime's party, um, you know, with Maxime's stature and a little bit more weight behind it. Maybe you can elect a few MPs. I mean, what, what's the end game here? What are you hoping to accomplish? What keeps you motivated every day, Tim? What are you trying to accomplish? Right, well, you know, I think that um, Elizabeth May and the Green Party offers uh, a blueprint of what can happen um, with a little party and a little voice, but wielding a lot of influence. And we need that liberty voice in Parliament. We need, we need to be pulling all the other parties towards uh, a liberty platform, the same way that Elizabeth May seems to be drawing the left towards a, uh, a green platform. And, and we can have tremendous influence that way. If, you know, Ron Paul had tremendous influence in the, in the States. He was one lone uh, U.S. congressman pounding the pulpit and, and preaching a principled liberty message. And I think that is the way forward. We have uh, a few MPs pounding that pulpit, and, and I think that will be good. And, and you know, uh, I look forward to, in the future, once the general election is over, possibly challenging Maxime, leadership, uh, Maxime for leadership of the party. I think having a good, robust leadership race would be good uh, to draw the name. And maybe I'll be the Maxime Bernier of this new party, the, the kind of rogue maverick that uh, demands that, you know, and, and maybe maybe a bunch of fake libertarians will join the party and I'll lose the election and I'll be able to write a book about it and see how Max responds to that. And, <laughs> Um, you know, I think that, that we can have some fun, and I think we can, in, in the process, really promote this uh, this idea and, and hopefully turn turn government around. Because let's face it, we've had, you know, even under three terms of a of a majority CPC government, government still grew to its biggest size in Canadian history. And granted, it's growing much at a much faster rate under the Liberals, but um, we can expect more of that if Sheer wins the next election. And and we need. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. To, to stop that general trend of government growth. And the only way to do that, I think, is to have a principled liberty voice in Parliament and on that political stage. So we hope to offer that to people. All right. Well, more at libertarian.ca. Uh, Tim, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Uh, that is Tim Moen. He is, uh, for now, the leader of the Libertarian Party of Canada. He likes what he sees so far uh, from Maxime Bernier and is open to the idea of merging these two parties. I mean, as it stands right now, I guess that would be logical, especially given that, as Tim admitted, uh, as kind of a publicity stunt after Maxime lost the leadership race, they basically adopted his platform as their own to try to win over supporters. So, yes, you do have technically you now the two parties that exist that have the exact same platform, like literally the exact same platform. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.